Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Back to the Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. My lap Mo, out here, obviously. Back at it again. Furnace and that. Back at it again. I, 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 I was hearing from Moses today that the school kids are back in full effect. Mm. Yeah, not all yeah. of them, but yeah. Yeah. The traffic confirms that. <laughs> and fam, <laughs> it was so funny you've seen like all the long lines of, people, of like parents outside the like school clothing shops. Yeah, fam. I don't know why they, 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 they like left it for like so late <laughs> before they went to go get you Mm. But you know, knowing me, I'll probably do the same. You can get uniforms and stuff from like Tesco and that's the fun, yeah. Yeah, but in terms of like the the like bits and pieces with the crests and stuff like that, there's okay. there are, like unique shops that you need to go to to get those. You can't get these online. Why have these guys not so, gone on Amazon? Yeah, it's <clears throat> they're they're funny with it. You need to go mm. to specific shops for specific things. But if these shops like transitioned online, their life would be so much easier, mm. and our yeah. lives would be easier. But hey, but someone else want, will get a piece of the pie. Yeah, they want to be blockbusters when everyone's trying to be Netflix. <laughs> you think we'll ever get to a point where they they just like get 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 rid of school uniforms and just like kids will wear whatever? Nah, America's already got that system in place. I don't think we're gonna. We're gonna get. Um, we're gonna do that. If we were, I think we would have done it already. Just some schools will probably do it, like some private schools or whatever. I'll probably yeah do yeah. something like that. But I don't even think it's beneficial. I think having a uniform is 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 useful. Yeah, I I, yeah. I like a uniform. Yeah. It's not it's not a case of like people being judged based on their attires and stuff. Yeah, I mean they'll just find other things to do. Yeah, at least you've not got that. Did you guys wear your tie short in, in, in secondary school? I went to secondary school in Ghana. Oh, so there was no tie. It was just, just... no, so there was no tie. Yeah, I I did. Well, I did and I didn't. Um, it's that stupid thing where you make it really fat and short. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, absolutely idiotic way to wear a tie. <laughs> Everyone's everyone is like they they're very much like if you wear your tie properly, you're you're unique. Yeah. Like, yeah, so Peter. You get rid of the times wearing it properly. Yeah, all the times. Cool. Oh, all right, that's enough chit chat. Sorry, not sorry. Who's in the hot seat? Uh, Peter, I'll, I'll I'll take a I'll take a trip down hot seat lane. Cool. All right. Let me go first. Let me go first. Let me go first. So I think my question, very very new test, um, very very beginning of New Testament. Mm-hmm. Where did guys like Cain and all the other all the other descendants of Adam and Eve get their spouses from? Oh, that was, that's an old question. So to, to um, just for nostalgia's sake, I remember your, one of your pastors, the lady, Emma. Emma? Shout out to Emma. Emma. I, always get, I always get the husband's name wrong, but Emma, um, she hinted at how the Old Testament sort of uh, recounting of creation and the creation of man could actually have just been a sort of allegory or metaphor or not be an accurate way of how the human race started. I don't necessarily think so, but I feel that out there to sort of throw out the fact that there is a school of thought that doesn't necessarily think it was one man, his wife, and then children. The, the, the the interpretation I more subscribe to is the one where Adam and Eve may not have only had Cain and Abel, 
they may have had lots of ones and it's sort of um when you read it it sort of sounds when when they have uh, is it able or one of them the exclamation is almost as though they've been waiting for a son they've been waiting for a son and so the inference that some people make is that they may have been having children they have been having girls beforehand they also at some point they also at some point knew that um uh that this those sons were of specific not value but digital in the same way that they knew what animals were acceptable at least Abel knew what animals were acceptable and Cain knew um what wasn't and so there's the idea that they had other children and that given that their lives were significantly longer some of those other children would have grown up to childbearing age and you know it's the first few human beings so I don't know about incest but he definitely married one of his sisters um and so that's the school of thought I um I sort of um I, I sort of vibes with his they had other children that had grown um and so they married one of them to put it to quote um Chuck Missler uh Cain's brother married his sister because he was able <laughs> banter <laughs> that's funny yeah that's that, all that's all where I am yeah that that really does present like, if God is for incest, I mean, what are you gonna do? It's the first couple of human beings. Yeah, it's weird. It is. It is. But then Abraham married his half sister. So, yes. So that was only half weird. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> and 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 this this is the thing as well that I I. I find very interesting um, how, like, the patriarchs did things that the Bible explicitly tells people not to do. Um, mm. that, thanks, 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 <laughs> thanks. <laughs> we, need, we need to do a video podcast at some point. <laughs> the Bible explicitly tells um, Israelites not to do so. Do not marry someone. Do not sleep with someone who is your father's child or your mother's child. Mm. Abraham did that. Yeah. Um, and then there's there's other things as well that is kind of like hinted at. Like, obviously, do not take multiple wives. Obviously, all the kings, all the kings did did a madness for that. Oh, but sorry, with Abraham, did he do that before or after God said not to do it? It was after. But he, so no, because Abraham would not Abraham would not have received the law. Yeah, he wouldn't have received the yeah. law. Um, but it, it's funny, it's interesting because the story of Abraham was revealed after you could almost argue after the law was given. In that it was Moses that wrote it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I guess that it's in Abraham's defense. He yeah. would not have known. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have known. However, the argument can be made if God has said not to do it. God, who remains consistent, probably wasn't happy with it at the time in which Abraham was there. And it's yeah. why didn't he select someone else? Yeah. But yeah, so you're, you're making a point. Um, so I, I just, I find it interesting that things are explicitly um, like spoken against but we still see instances of them of it happening. But and I think this this also makes the point of just because God blessed someone in spite of their sin doesn't excuse us to do that same sin. Um, so just yeah. because God blessed Abraham even though he had multiple wives, um, mm. doesn't mean that we can do that. Or is um, Israel and then, like doesn't mean that we can do that. Um, yeah. It doesn't negate that, yo, we know that God has said, don't do this thing. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So my question. Hey, is Robert happy with that answer? Yeah, I'm happy with it. Yeah. yeah, so go ahead. My question is, 
based on your understanding of how things played out with Jesus being like betrayed and stuff, would you say that Judas lost his salvation or never had it? Oh. Or does he still have his salvation? So it's like, does he still have it? Is he in heaven? Did he lose it? Or did he never have it and is, is, is in hell? So what are those three answers and why? I mean, so at the end of the day, I think I'll give this sort of caveat. I can't tell who's saved and who's not. You know, we might get to heaven and then be surprised by some of the people we see there. <laughs> like, you made it? <laughs> Judas, you're here? The same thing, you might look down in hell. And you might be surprised, like, oh, you didn't make it? So oh, the Pope is it, man. That's crazy. Um, so I I I don't know, neither is it necessarily my job to say. However, um it's it is interesting. And I think for the three years that Judas would have walked amongst the um the disciples, mm. I think he had the opportunity to believe in Jesus Christ Mm. I think he gave Jesus Christ up because he didn't believe so there's a there's a school of thought that thinks Judas was one of these radical Jews that thought Jesus was um a warrior king no 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 so so they were expecting a warrior king and felt like Jesus was detracting from that or you know corning the people so there's a group of radical Jews that wanted to kill Jesus and there's a school of thought that says Judas was of that group, if that makes sense. And so I don't think, I don't think he ever believed. Mm. I don't think he ever believed. Um, He was stealing from the coffers. He was with Jesus, he would have seen everything. But then the Pharisees of the time saw everything and they didn't Mm. believe. And so it could have well been like we see today, you know, there are some pastors, you know, we've seen the Benny Hinn's, we've seen the, you know, mega church guys. Oh, no, not even, not even that, but we've seen some of them do certain things that we disagree with. Benny Hinn has since um, repented of his prosperity gospel preaching. Yes, yes, uh, yes. And and you you look at that there's... I wonder if he gave back the money. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Faith for that works, isn't it? Um, There's, there's, uh, I think, is it Darren Brown? The... Mind guy, um, is that is that his name, Darren Brown? He did a um, he did like a not a documentary, but he he sort of did a expose on the whole faith healing thing and how some um, faith healers are actually just con artists. And we've seen like the um, dispatches thing on on some of them where they literally have earphones and they're speaking to people who have asked these people about their ailments and and stuff yeah. like that. So he very well could have been thinking that he's doing the right thing. And I, I, I subscribe to that because afterwards his, <coughs> his response was one of extreme regret. He was like, I've given up. I've given up an innocent man. Yeah. He didn't say he'd given up the son of God. No. He said he'd given up an innocent man. Yeah. And so I don't think that he ever believed. I think he was there. He was obviously chosen for a reason. <laughs> he fulfilled his reason afterwards he was like i've given up an innocent man i don't think he believed that he gave up the son of god and so he didn't i don't think he got the salvation i don't think he ever had the salvation but not necessarily for the sort of calvinist way of of, of looking at it i just think he didn't believe he thought he was doing a good thing in giving jesus up uh realized that he'd given up a innocent man and I don't think even at that point that he had recognized who Jesus was. Mm. And then he goes off and commits suicide. And, yeah. and, and so, you know, I, I, I don't think he was ever saved because I don't think he ever believed in mm. Jesus Christ. And even at the end, I think he just realized that maybe he had given up a person who wasn't doing anything wrong. But whether or not he understood that he gave up the son of God is, is up for debate. And so I, I think he never believed. And so he was never saved. I think I slightly disagree mm. and only just because like the Bible never says anything about Judas not being able to perform miracles in the same way the other 
disciples did. So I think at the very least, he knew that there was power from Jesus. Yeah, but then that's the point I was making about the Pharisees, is that they also knew that there was power. They knew that something was going on. They knew that Jesus was able to heal. They knew that Jesus was able to um, uh, raise people from the dead. They would have heard of all the things that he had done. You know, he actually challenges them at one point to say, is it, yeah, he challenges them at one point to say, is it harder to say you are forgiven or is it harder to say stand up and take off your, you know, and he does both. So they knew that something was going on. They knew he had a power. And from some of his interactions, they knew that he knew the Jewish scriptures. Mm. I think, I think with Judas was that, and yet he believed, but then he rejected could be it could I think. be but that, that's why again for me it sort of ties in nicely with this idea that he may have been part of this radical jewish group that saw jesus as a threat and was there in the capacity to sort of eliminate the threats that's why he thought he was doing a good thing and then realized that he was doing something bad and then extremely regretted doing that but even then regretted giving up an innocent man as opposed mm. to the son of god which i don't think everybody but yeah yeah I, I, I vibes with with Peter's um, perspective. I think I think um, Peter and Judas are contrasting characters, mm. where Peter denied him three times but repented unto salvation, mm. and Judas denied him, threw away the money but hung himself. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't see Jesus as being the one who could, who would forgive him, um, who could forgive him. Like, didn't believe when Jesus like, like, no one gets to the Father except through me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also find Judas's situation very interesting. That he had the power to heal the sick. Like Jesus had given him the power to heal the sick, to do mm-hmm. these things. And it's a reminder for me that just because you see someone performing miracles doesn't mean they know Jesus. Mm-hmm. And just as Jesus said, in the, la- in the last days, some are going to say, Lord, Lord, didn't I prophesy in your name? Didn't I heal? And they'll say, depart from me. I never knew you. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like Judas falls within that camp of never having really known, known, known Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we've got, is it Thomas the Doubter? Yeah, he was yeah. like, tell, "Tell me where you're going." It's like, "Well, if you, if you see me, you've seen the Father. You know where I am going." Um, mm. But even instances like that, we we see them coming into a fullness of of belief of who Jesus is. Um, and also, when with Jesus saying stuff like, "You can't serve both money and God," and we know that Judas was serving money, like that's that's the main thing that he was putting his hands to constantly. Um, and even the betrayal of Jesus came immediately after Jesus rebuked him for the woman who brought the alabaster jar over him. Because mm. he was the one that was like, yo, you could have sold that for a whole load of money and fed the poor. Jesus rebuked him and it's like, oh, swear down, you're dead. <laughs> so yeah, I, I vibes with the, with the thought that he never really believed. Um, he may have been intrigued, um i don't believe that he believed in jesus like that um and yeah i i do believe i think anyways that in line with that that i won't see him in heaven but if i do i'll spot him so good because if he hadn't done his thing i wouldn't like jesus wouldn't have died and all of them things there salvation wouldn't be here or somebody we've got to read somebody else but yeah yeah you guys think that if jesus hadn't revealed himself to the disciples after he he rose from the dead that they would have gone on to start the early church no 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 peter was already back fishing wasn't he yeah he was like yeah let's go back to fishing and the guys on the road to emmaus they 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 were there like hang up the their boxing gloves yeah they were all distraught they were like we thought because again they all sort of had a slight misunderstanding of what mm. christ was coming to do and they were like we thought this guy was going to liberate us and, and save us and he went off and died it's like what's the point the last three years have been like all the way up here and then now we're just like wait hold on 
So I think that resurrection was hella important. Yeah. Hella important. Yeah. And I think the resurrection was in and of itself. So not just obviously the resurrection fulfills prophecy, but in the disciples seeing him, that was in and of itself like confirmation of the prophecy that it had fulfilled. Yeah, yeah. And has been recorded within the, the gospels and stuff like confirming that yo, we saw him, like prophecy yeah. has been fulfilled, that the yeah. Messiah will not die. David will have someone that there will be a someone on the seat of David who will reign forever, he will not taste death. And even though Jesus died, he rose again. We saw him, he has like he has defeated death. Yeah. So that in and of itself, I believe is it's. Um, fulfilled prophecy and so i think there was a purpose to his revelation or him mm. revealing himself to his disciples in confirming that prophecy has been um, fulfilled yeah. um and that forming the backbone of faith where it's like yo know, like jesus has resurrected and we have seen him yeah. <coughs> oh, okay great are you happy with peter's answer moses yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy with discussion it. Cool. as well. Jolly good, jolly good. All right, so let's get into today's topic. Uh, have you guys listened to Kanye's album? That's not what I want to talk about today. No, no, I haven't. I, I saw 27 tracks and I was like, yeah, this, this, this can wait. I most likely will not be listening to Kanye's album. Hey, I heard Drake's thing should be coming out tomorrow if he doesn't push it back. Not Another person on. I do not care about, but there you go. Okay. Okay, that's going to be my hookup anyway, so that's cool. What, Drake? What, Drake's album? No, SO. SO. SO put a whole Afrobeats album out. It's crazy. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't paid attention to his stuff in a minute, but nah. I've been let down by some of his recent stuff to be fair. Esther has been consistently evolving before marriage. All he could sing about was Elizabeth Elliot. And yeah. how, man, I don't like that girl, man. How you shouldn't start, um, you shouldn't awaken love before it's time. After marriage, all he's been singing about is how much he loves his wife. It's, a, it's beautiful. <laughs> Who's Elizabeth Elliot? <coughs> I was like, she was a, I don't know, I don't know. She was, she was a missionary who had, I think, like, two three husbands each of them died. oh i know her i know her so her, her book passion and purity yeah i read that book I yeah that book. I, read that I, book. I would i wouldn't say he idolized her but she was a big she was a bro, big influence bro. on him obviously do you know what yeah the man almost every single album he dropped he dropped there was a track to elizabeth elliott i was like no, but, it's but it's necessary but it's necessary like you look at how sexualized society is now it's a big deal so the fact that Every song, every album, he has something on there. I, I see it as necessary, Bro, to be honest. If, if, if I was a musician and I dropped like three albums and on every single album I was talking about John Calvin or John Piper, like, like no, fam, easy. No, 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 not, not to say, okay, I see what you mean by maybe idolizing, but it's just what's important to you. <coughs> and what was important what? to you. I love a man's wife. No, John Calvin. Oh, sorry. The Elizabeth. She, she's dead. But the yeah, idea yeah. of passion and purity. That's yeah, even worse. <laughs> Necrophilia. <laughs> so yeah, the, the book, the book was dope. The book was good. Um, he even had a song called Passion and Purity. Yeah, yeah, purity. Hey, come on. So come on. Mm. Nice stuff. Anyway, yeah, carry on. Okay, on to other things. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you guys hear about what happened in Texas today? No, what happened in Texas today? They passed a new law. Oh, that um, a heartbeat means proof of life. Yeah, so you can't abort. Yeah, after yeah, so so that's so like so like after six weeks you can't get an abortion. Wow, in Texas. after nice. six weeks, after six weeks, yeah. That's and a not month only and that, a half. and and not only that, if you can prove that a woman got an abortion, and like show 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 the state, they'll pay you ten thousand dollars. What? <laughs> you might have to elaborate on that a little bit. What what do you mean? No, as in like if like if you can show evidence that like a woman got an, an abortion after six weeks, if you. If you go and tell the authorities, they'll give you a 
$10,000 reward. Oh, if you snitch on someone. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. 10000 Yeah. Yeah, I might get people pregnant for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a sick hustle, you know. That would be such a sick hustle. It could just do every, every, every six weeks as well. <laughs> Keep, keep a ledger. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think after like the second snitching, that man will start to look at you suspiciously. Like, how how are you so well informed? Because <laughs> I'm winning that. <laughs> I'm black. The see the drug. drug. <laughs> That's mad though. You're killing your own kids for ten grand. No, she's killing your kids. You're- exactly. You're innocent. <laughs> and you see how you were justifying the foolishness, yeah? Yeah. I, fab, fab, her body, her choice. I'm just, I'm just profiting from the choice that she's making. <laughs> Not even breaking her off a little change. No. Yeah, I'll buy, I think I'll buy what, a Gucci handbag. And I, uh, uh, and I think that's what I wanted to talk about today. Where, like, what do you think the Christian stance should be on this whole? <coughs> Her body, her choice when it comes to stuff like abortion and deciding whether to keep a baby or not. So personally, I don't agree with that law. Okay. Why? I don't agree with that. I find it very, um, very distasteful. Distasteful? Yeah. All right, you're gonna have to elaborate. Um, so it's not it's not that I agree with abortion. But I disagree with ramming, um, with like hemorrhaging a person from making that choice. Um, and it's it's from the perspective of a woman making that choice. A woman making that choice. Hopefully, the choice will be made in like the right, and it won't just be a whimsical choice. Like I want to go to the prom, and this baby's going to ruin my prom dress. Like people, people do that. Um, unfortunately, and that's that's not what I'm advocating for. Um, the one thing that I disagree with is forcing people to live by my convictions. If this person has chosen to live by these sets of convictions, then like all I can do is encourage you to live by them. If you haven't, I find it hypocritical to force you to live by them. And then isn't that what isn't that what every law is though? No, but with with the law, it's almost like it's it's a it's a communally agreed. Obviously, like with with this law being passed, it wouldn't have just been passed in silence. Like there would have been agreements and stuff like that. But I, having been exposed to different things, and having do you know what? Like even having been through that situation, um, it's something that I I just can't. I can't stomach in as much as I don't agree with like abortion. I can't, I can't justify taking, taking that decision away from someone. So my, so I, I, I disagree um, in that. I want to rephrase it. I want to rephrase it a little bit because I think where Moses is coming from is where the, impetus behind wanting to prevent people from having abortions is christian and no, when it's no oh okay it's okay. not it's not even when it's christian so yes there, there, there is a an element of as a christian i don't believe mm. that this is right this and that mm. um and not wanting to ram that down someone's throat mm-hmm. um but also recognizing that for the most part we the three of us on this call share similar convictions mm-hmm. but all of our convictions aren't the same yeah or we may hold the same convictions to different degrees mm-hmm. now i would like to think that all of these are valid and i out of respect for every single one of us i'll be like yo like i may not vibe with whatever conviction that you may hold in this or whatever but because i respect you i'll respect your conviction now mm-hmm there's within within that framework that there are things within a society and a community that have to be communally agreed and like a society would need to have 
a standard that has been agreed on upon by that society where everyone to some degree has had a say and we've all agreed to live live by that um, not necessarily why not because more times than not it's not the the mass that, that is deciding that this is the way we're going to live it's it's is the government Yes, but the government are meant to be representatives of the masses. In democratic, in democratic yes. states, yeah. And so they're meant to take on the opinions and, and the ideals of the masses to these spaces and have those discussions. And hopefully in, in, a, in, a, in an environment which is, is functioning well, their decisions should reflect what the masses want. Um, I think that in, the, in like a lot of cases, it doesn't. It well... Doesn't. I was I was even going to say that that probably is the case in Texas, where I know that's where the Bible Belt is, and there's a lot of like Christian things. Mm. I don't know if they are anyway, but um, I'm not surprised then that that, and so that's why I presumed you used the mm. Christian. But if we're removing that out of the out, out, out off the table, if we're taking it off the table, then I'll actually say, if I reframe this to say, which is what we're doing is you are denying someone the opportunity or designing someone the choice to kill another human being, mm. albeit a baby. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're talking about here. We're yeah. talking about killing babies. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with stopping people from killing babies. If I wouldn't let you kill another man, mm-hmm. why would I let you kill a baby? Just because we haven't seen the baby, yeah. but there's a confirmed heartbeat, there is life. And so if there is life, there's intrinsic value in that life mm-hmm. that we all agree on as a society. And that's why I can't just willy-nilly kill Robert. Why be in the Moses? Don't ask any questions, fam. Just, 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 just hold it. Just hold it, fam. Because society agrees we shouldn't be allowed to kill each other. And so I think it's it's the same thing. It's it's life. Why are we? Why is it legal to terminate someone's life because you haven't seen them? Yes, there's the inherent um, trauma and and the, the suffering and the pain that that following nine months and labor will have on the woman's body, which is why the argument is, oh yeah, she should be able to make that choice. But I think, I think once there's life that life should hold value, even if it's not in, you know, even if it's not in Christian mm. rhetoric, it should hold value to the society. And our laws show that life holds value. And so I think it yeah. should extend to fetuses once they've demonstrated they're willing to live with, with a heartbeat. I, I hear that. And I, I do get the, the sentiment. And I do, I, I, what I recognise is almost... Um, there is a difference between, and again, this isn't advocating for abortions. This isn't advocating for abortions. It's it's almost arguing against removal of the decision. Um, and the basis is, is predominantly that when a baby is born, now I again like I I'm, I really want to stress that I don't agree with it. So I, I hold the stance that you hold in that it's, it's a life. And I agree. As soon as it has a heartbeat, it's a life. Even at, even before it has a at, heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. At, yeah. At conception. But then, so for me, that's where it becomes a Christian thing because yeah. once a sperm has fertilized an egg, yeah. there is life there, as there far as life. I'm yeah. concerned, because yeah. that life is designed by God. Yeah. But then in terms of society, in terms of science, yeah. I'm happy to say, okay, yeah. no. After there's a heartbeat, then yeah. we have proof of life. Yeah. Cool. So, so for me, it's very much like um, even when when David was was um, musing and just like you knew me when I was in my mother's womb and like everything mm. like that, like Jeremiah talking about like I knitted you together and all of them things there. So it's like there, there's the Bible speaks to an activity like God isn't passive mm. when when there's when there's life being created um in these like it may be a biological thing that has just happened which it is but it doesn't negate god's active hand within that 
And I believe that that extends to every life. And so it's not a case of, yeah, just let's just discard life. But there's, there's the, the thing that's distasteful for me is, is almost stripping that, um, that sense of that, that decision. Because it's, <clears throat> by you not having an abortion doesn't mean you're cool doesn't mean that you're going to be a good mom. It doesn't mean that your partner is going to be a good dad. You could give birth and this child comes into a, um, a sexual predative environment. For me, that is a much worse situation where this person is living through this active trauma. Yes, God can work through and God can turn things around. Um, but unfortunately, not everyone experiences that. And so it's not, it's not a situation of um, let's get rid of this baby because things may go sour. And, and, and my hope is that like people will take abortion seriously and, and like actually consider what they're doing. People right now just, just do it willy-nilly. And I know that it's, it's not really going to change. Um, so that this, this is the struggle, the internal struggle within me that in order to, if you want to do this, like really consider what you're doing, whether you're Christian or not, really consider what you're doing. You are taking a life. You um, know what, most, yeah, so, sorry, yeah. Just, just cut you off. Like some, 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 something that just came to mind is I think that people don't take abortion seriously because they don't take sex seriously. Mm, mm. And, and so there's, there's not really that thought about the consequences or if they or they know that are oh, if things if I slip up there is a is an out I can just get rid of it yeah and it's like oh if I'm under eighteen it's gonna be free <laughs> you know like that um oh, I could just take the morning after pill like and and it's obviously morning after pill is not as drastic as yeah arguably it's not as drastic as having an abortion um. But yeah, I think I think for me it's just distasteful to to remove that that choice. Um, not because I want them to do it, not because I want people to just up and just be like, oh yeah, let's just go down to the clinic today. Um, but I want them to agonize over the decision um, because it, it is a real hard decision. If, if I if I if I understand correctly, the the choice is still available to them within six weeks of fertilization but what if you don't know what if you didn't realize yeah well that's the thing maybe after sex every time go and check <laughs> and again it comes down to that that not not being serious about about sex and uh, again why you sort of see why god designed it to be within the institution of yeah. marriage and and provide like again we're talking idealistic things here mm-hmm. but provide a home with a male and female figure that can provide everything that a child needs to realize their inherent potential. But that's not what the world does. Now, when you say, so my problem is, when you say it takes a choice away from women or or takes a choice away, what choice is that? So, all right, so let me let me let me phrase it this way. I, I mm-hmm. find it so that there are a few issues that I have with it. And it's um obviously that there are situations in which there's like rape, malice, like like the extreme violent conception. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I don't not even extreme violent conception. Um there are some in which, which isn't which isn't the statistical majority which isn't the statistical cases. majority yeah. no mm-hmm. um i think my, my argument is are we are we looking to the laws of man to restrain the depravity of man of humans on secular society that's all they can do yes and okay that that question kind of bit myself in the foot here because yes <laughs> in terms in terms of just like like um laws against murder against theft against all of these things there mm-hmm. <clears throat> it is a case of these are restraints against the depravity within us um and yeah it's so i so again this this is where it gets I, this is where it gets 
tricky for me and I'm wrestling with it because I'm almost seeing these acts as um, external to yourself. So when I, if you are to kill Robert, you are to kill someone who is external to yourself. How about we kill you, Moses? How about that? <laughs> you can try. Um, if I'm you to kill if you wanted to. If you were, if you were to rob, <laughs> if you were to rob Peter, if you were to rob Robert, or if you were to like slap him, or if oh, you, well, were to I'm just the victim of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> just like these are these are things external to yourself. Okay. Um, and like the the implications are external to yourself. Right. Okay. Okay. I think um, I see where you're going. Yeah. But with but with an abortion, it's yes, it is a life outside of you. In terms of this life exists. Mm. Mm. Um, but humanly speaking and biologically, it, it's all. The baby within the fetal state is almost like a leech inside of you. To for a lack of better words. Find the better words. Find the better words. That's painful. It's yeah, like yeah, the, no, the, I, okay, the yeah. baby in you is is being sustained by you. By you. Yeah. It's living and it's eating. It's eating <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, by means of what you are feeding it. And so this, in as much as you're taking away another person's life you are doing harm to yourself as well. Right. So, um, so it's the choice to not have to do that. The choice to not have to have your body turn into an incubator for another yeah. human being. Yeah. And then the, the stress of labor, um, the, the choice to not go through that, yeah. which is fair, which is fair. Um, but then... That's so, a question. Yeah. Okay, can, I, can, I, yeah okay, can I just can I just finish the point? Is then it's and and that that frame that frames it differently for me because i understand where you're coming from however there are consequences to our actions yes and just because the technology exists to avoid some of these consequences i don't think that we should indulge that every single time no we shouldn't shouldn't i i get what you mean but Again, it's yeah, it, it's like, and 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 that's where maybe to some extent it's a bit unfair because that then only affects the woman at mm-hmm. least directly, and in the way that you describe, yeah. it only affects the woman. The man, whether he's deadbeat or not, can't really partake in that, mm-hmm. and so you are restricting just the woman from potentially avoiding this. But again, you know that's why I'll say then morning after pill immediately after the encounter or you know five weeks check that you are not fertilized or, or whatever it's 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 difficult but i do get where you're coming from i do get where you're coming from yeah uh so so i just want to ask around that thing of consequence um mm. so it seems like 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 this whole thing of abortion is like one of the very few things that is where like you you, you you don't have to follow through with, with the consequences of your actions. Mm. At least when, when what makes you think that when it comes no, in the sense that um let's say you get a girl pregnant mm. and then you don't want to keep it, but she wants to keep it. Mm-hmm. Um she's gonna keep the baby, and then you have to deal with the consequences of her decision to keep it. Yeah. And, and unless unless you work by Dave Chappelle's <laughs> Dave Chappelle <laughs> politics, it's like no, it's your decision. If you choose to keep it, yeah, I should get to choose to not be paid for it. Yeah, and you're also dealing with the consequences of your decision to have sex, um, um, unprotected sex. <laughs> you know, sometimes contraception fails. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> condoms ripped. Again, you're still rolling the dice. Yeah. <laughs> you're not yeah. going into it yeah. knowing that these things. But but I'm sure people will think that condoms and stuff are 100% effective. Uh, no, the condoms <laughs> themselves will tell you that it's 99%. <laughs> I think it's 99%. But yeah, that they will yeah. on the fine print they say it's not 100% effective. Yeah, and so you're dealing with the consequences of the actions that 
you decided to partake in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I can't remember the yeah. And so, um, when I say that with abortion, women aren't having to follow through with their the consequences of their actions, is that you have sex, get pregnant, a baby's coming. Like everyone knows that basic biology. Mm-hmm. So, so why? why do you get to be in a position where you're almost skipping that consequence? Because the technology allows it now. There's technology to do it, to kill this baby before you have to go through it. So because the technology is there, people use it. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. But my question is not so much to do with the technology, but why should you be allowed to Skip okay, why should you be allowed to do that? Yes. It? It's, I think, I think Peter's argument still stands, and it's, it's the medical technology has progressed to such a degree that that is, it's, it's almost like saying... Well, not you, really, because, well, no, because, because, because before the technology, people used still using coat hangers to, to, like, to like dig out the baby. That's yeah, my, but at, at that time, my... it wasn't, at that time, it wasn't, <clears throat> it wasn't legal to do that. Because the law cannot permit you to do that. Yeah. What I was going to say as well was that there was once a time that if you climbed a tree knowing that the, like gravity could pull you down and you can break your leg, when you fell, fell down and broke your leg, the consequence is your leg's broken. Mm. But now due to medical advancements, you can choose to have that leg replaced or not replaced, but like repaired or like put things into place that will actually help repair. Cause we know that the thing would, if, if the bones are kind of stitched, put back and things are stitched and like you're given the right medication and stuff like it will repair itself. So yeah, but it still breaks though. The leg still breaks. Like, well, like the, 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 the consequence broken, of falling doesn't. The, the consequence of falling doesn't go, but you're able to heal from it as a result of how advanced medication has, has come. And so, Again, you've gotten pregnant. That hasn't gotten. But because of medication, you can get rid of it. Because of medication, you can you not have a broken arm anymore. You can put it back. It's going to take time to heal, but you can put it back. And so it's like it's two sides of the same coin. It's like arguing against knife crime, but then like almost to, to, to solve knife crime, saying we're not going to create any more knives. If that makes sense. Just because pe- people have abused the, the, the tool doesn't remove its, its function, its usefulness. Mm. Not saying that abortions are useful. I'm just, it's, just, it's just saying like knives has a purpose and a function. People have abused it. And so with, with abortions, I, again, I can't stress this enough. I do not agree with it. Yep. I do not agree <laughs> with totally removing that decision again because yeah it's my I yeah it's I find it I find it distasteful because of the minor situations that I've seen around it I would advocate for something like um counseling sessions for mothers who are considering abortion that 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 will be a massive financial strain on the country um but I would advocate for something like that because like, yes, having an abortion may solve the problem in the short term, but trust me, the long-term mental implications hits hard or it can hit hard. But then I feel like the problem with that is that the whole thing about people feeling that they'll be the exception. So you might say, oh, there are, there are med- mental implications if you do X, Y, Z. And then, but people think, oh, um, that won't happen to me. So I'll just be. And then I'll get slapped with it. I think what but- I would do is, <clears throat> I think I'd rather like ban abortions, but then put that money into better educating people, especially the younger generation about the consequences of of your sexual decisions. Mm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I would, I, I would 
okay, so I think my my um hesitation or what I find the most distasteful is the amount of time. Because six weeks is quick. Again, some people don't find out they're pregnant until like two months down the line. Mm. If 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 it if it if you were given the first trimester to go through this to actually find things out, that that for me would be like, all right, after three months, no, you can't do it. I'll be like, cool, I can vibe with that more. Six weeks is very quick. Yeah, I mean, my when when it was reframed to me as abortion being a nice word, I really you're just killing the babies. Yeah. It, it it really it really takes it out of the sort of full sympathetic thing where it's like, oh yeah, it's just you're killing babies. Yeah, yeah. you are killing babies. That's what they're nice. killing babies. You know, pro life is anti-abortion, and then the opposite yeah. is pro choice. choice. <laughs> yeah, not not pro killing babies. Yeah, everything else would be anti. It, yeah. it, it, if you got the pro, you got the anti. Well, this yeah. one is it's it's yeah, another it's not, pro. It's another pro. Yeah, because they know, they know. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, but again, you know, there are there are instances. Maybe there are complications, and keeping the baby will kill you. Fine. You yeah, know, but I guess statistically, that's that's exactly that's so far the extreme yeah. Yeah. that it's it's not fair to bring that as a point when debating yeah. what the majority yeah. of people should do. And so it's you know again for me it's. I'll, I'll say all this just to say at the end of the day that the laws of man will always be flawed. Yeah. And when I look at it from a Christian point of view, then there's no question. You're, you know, a child has been formed. Unless God removes that child, let that child live. Let yeah. that child live. And, and so it's one of those things, yeah. Yeah, and I, I agree from a, from a Christian standpoint, I would advocate, yo, like, even if your life is at risk, I, I would advocate like, and I, I would advocate knowing that it will be challenging. Yeah. But I would almost be like, what would trusting in God look like in this situation? Yeah. And, then, and, and then it's a question of faith. If you, if you can have the faith to believe, yeah, God will keep the baby and keep me, yeah. then cool. But then if you don't have the faith, then it's not, it's not, uh, it's not, you must keep the baby. If you don't have the faith that God will keep you through it, fine. Let's terminate the baby. Preserve your life. I. It's not. It's not a thing. It's not. It's not that bad. It's not. It's not yeah. It's not that bad because it's a question of faith. It's not a question of inconvenience. Yeah. You know. And, yeah. and so. And so I think. And so I. Th- I think my standard or my hesitation is not towards Christians. Mm. It's more so towards those who aren't living by this conviction. And yeah. it's very much like, yo, you man have got greater problems. Yeah. yeah. You man have got greater problems, bigger problems. And it's like more than likely, well, I say more than likely loosely, like for some of these people, the environments that they're in is it's not, it's not healthy, it's not right. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm just like, f- firstly, if you're not saved and you have an abortion and you become saved, Jesus heals you. Jesus forgives you. Yeah. And so, yes, you've killed someone, but there is still forgiveness. Um, and it's not saying, well, I'll just do your dirt and then come. It's not necessarily saying that. Um, but it's looking at the reality of Jesus died for your sins, which includes abortion. Um, but as a Christian, so we sin that grace may abound, certainly not. So that there's that line to kind of cross. So yeah, for, for the non-Christian, I don't agree with taking that that decision away from them um yes we want to have a society in which every life is valued every life is counted every life is seen as valued and precious um but we also need to recognize again just the implications and and the fact of as i said like once the baby is born everything done to the baby so it's an external entity but once the baby is still like living within the mum and being nourished and fed by the mum it's a lot more nuanced working with that um from a non-christian perspective because you could just view it strictly medically and not see as oh this is a this is a baby that is fearfully and wonderfully made no this is just an egg that's 
fertilized uh, sperm that's fertilized an egg and this is a product and yeah it's just right now it's just whatever um swimming inside the mum and so that could be your perspective and so yeah it's it's yeah and so that's why i i find it i find it challenging and distasteful especially it being that quick um i know women who again this is a rare thing i know women who didn't know that they were pregnant until like five months in yeah, but then they should take responsibility for what they do after. Oh they yeah, no, they, they kept the baby. They kept the baby. But, in that no, part. no, no. So, so that's that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even saying with them. I'm just yeah. saying that the time frame comes. But then, so what? What I was going to say was that um, if if we so society, secular society is weird in that they want to have some sort of moral compass that has to be decided on by everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you will never please everyone. So it's yeah. by the majority. Yeah. But then if it, it, it will always be a weird thing because really in secular society, you're just if, if, you, if you don't believe in God and him being creator and orchestrator of our lives, then it's just the jungle, except we have language and higher functioning brains. And so we decide yeah. we want to have morals, we want to have laws, but really then you're just it's just nature it's just cosmic coincidence that we exist and then why have any rules why have any laws to govern it should be survival of the fittest or smartest um and so then we should just do whatever you know do whatever and and that just doesn't work as well because that's not true exactly because that's not the truth the truth is there is god Mm-hmm. that created us and that gave us purpose and so it's it'll always be a, a weird tension in secular society i think indeed all right let's round up yes oh cops yeah we didn't i don't know if we came to any sort of conclusion there i don't think we did but i don't th- i don't think we can no again yeah yeah i don't think yeah. we can yeah. and i know the um i know the virtue signaling feminists would be like three guys talking about abortion <laughs> how we use our body don't yeah. worry Peter. them guys don't be listening to our podcast anyway so that's true <laughs> that is very true <laughs> that is very very true i would love to know the demographic in terms of the gender demographic of those who listen to our podcast i think i can find it i think i can find it on soundcloud somewhere because that's where we host if it's predominantly male or female i would i'll be interested to to see um but yeah this conversation has actually um sparked a different i was going to give a different um hookup but it sparked uh it's jogged my mind for something else so yeah i'll okay. go first in the hookups go for um it. avatar legend of cora <laughs> i don't know why peter's laughing Avatar, Legend of Korra. Is yeah, that so because I'm... they should have aborted that series? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's cold. No, it's just it's just when when Mo said it struck something else. I thought you were gonna go for some sort of deep abortion. No, um, no, no, because it's <clears throat> Legend of Korra. Like the storyline, there's four seasons, and each of the four seasons is, is um, analyzing balance. Yeah. analyzing how to up like different notions of how to obtain balance um so the first one Tenzin's trying to force her to do stuff and it's like no actually i need to allow you to find your own balance second no and even they're trying to remove all bending to make everyone the same thinking that that's going to provide balance second mm-hmm. one is um the spirit world or something like that trying to make the spirit world take over the, the natural world thinking that that's going to provide balance and it's like all of these, and there was one where a woman was trying to conquer the entire world and thinking that she was going to provide balance to that. Um, all of these different perceptions of balance didn't work out. And the avatar actually had to be like, yo, you know what? I don't know what balance looks like, but let's find out. Like, let's, let's chip away at it bit by bit and let's find out. Let's, let's allow balance to happen in and of itself. And I think that's, that's what it is for me, where it's like, we don't have the solution well we we know who has the solution but for the most part the world didn't try and listen to him um but the case is like 
my ideas, your ideas is all going to be flawed. Like the government ideas is going to be flawed. Whatever we impose is going to be flawed. Um, and so if we elevate one above another, it ain't going to work. So how do we find balance? It's like literally allowing God to allow in this external higher power to, to play out. Um, so that's why I'm like, yeah, Avatar Legend of Korra, just kind of seeing this notion of exploring what balance is within an animated world um, and seeing how that plays out. Cool, cool, cool. Um, my hookup will be uh, the aforementioned new uh, SO album, Larry, Ginny, Crescents, 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 Crescents. Um, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. Uh, but yeah, SO's fully jumped on this Afrobeats thing and it, I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. Um, so yeah. Check it, check you, it out. You you walked, you did your wedding walk to an SO Afro. SO yeah, Afro yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, my hookup is a YouTube channel, The Dinner Bite. Okay. Um, yeah, she just like she does like really good, really fast. Um tutorials about how to cook stuff including how to use your air fryer which i've been finding really useful i might just be just chucking everything in the air fryer and it's come out great yeah it has to be great isn't it if you if that's all you have to eat so <laughs> i mean hey as long as, don't have it don't have as long it, as it's man. edible as, as long as it's edible you know man's talking about chefing you up <laughs> Pete doesn't even know what that means what chefing like Cooking, no? See, he doesn't know. <laughs> I can tell that you didn't wear your your tie short in, in school, Peter. I didn't wear a tie in school. <laughs> anyway. Uh, do you know what, yeah? I didn't know until my daughter corrected me. I used a different word, and my daughter was like, we don't use that word anymore. I was what like, is oh, chefing? What is chefing you up? Stab it. So yes, you may know oh. shanking. Yeah. yeah shank, when did they yeah. change that? They, they changed it to chefing. It oh, makes sense because because uh because the, the chef like, got the knife. Yeah, chef's got the knife in it. So it's chefing. <laughs> over for me. It's over for me. I'm officially an old man. Don't worry, oh. Zara's gonna hit teenagers and, and hook you up with the Dude, yeah, it's gonna be stressful. It's gonna be stressful. I miss I miss slang, you know. I miss just like using it like everyday life. Now you like you're old, you don't really get yeah. chance to use it unless you're like around those kind of people. Unless you're a youth worker, <laughs> and even then they look at you like. Yeah, stuff, like at stuff. some point, at some point, it's just you're no longer part of the generation, and so even if you're using it, it's it's the same way. You know when the generation before us tried to use some of our terms, yeah. it was just like you look corny, so. I don't know if that's even the word anymore, but there you go. You look moist. <laughs> look washed. Um, Gems hates that word, you know. Well, moist. Moist. She hates it. She's shouting at me from the kitchen right now. But yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it does sound a bit icky, doesn't it? Moist. It does. Like, even the way moist. it comes out, you know, moist. <laughs> <laughs> you see her face right now. <laughs> Just moist. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Did just say it. Just said it. You're disgusting, bro. Stop it. I feel like succulents. Number one, succulents. Succulent. <laughs> succulents not as bad. Moist, I can see it's it it so it comes out weird. Yeah. Succulent. Hey, did you not see? Did you not see the, gospel, the worship artist who was singing Send Down Your Rain or whatever, yeah? And then in just in the middle of it, he's like, I'm moist. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see this, no. I think I saw that. I think I saw that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the rain is coming, I'm moist. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then he progressed to, I'm wet. I'm just like, yo. <laughs> Yo, stop it. <laughs> yeah. 
Cool, let's round up. Um, hey, where's your hookup? I gave my the dinner his... bite. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Since they... You know what's crazy? Mo will, Mo will listen to the podcast after it's out. He won't even listen to it whilst he's recorded it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to Root for the intro outro music. Mm. Calvin Turner for the Audrey Amazing logo. Mine's on Twitter at the French UK. Instagram TBS Furnace. Soundcloud.com forward slash back to Furnace no apostrophe. On all good podcast websites and apps to back to Furnace with an apostrophe. And that's it. Thank you.